Welcome back. This is the sixth episode of Darling It Back. Open it up with a war tour by a tribe called Quest. I just want to say I'm going to be relying on you to remember the episode numbers because I... <laughs> dude, I can't. I feel like we're still on number three, but... Oh, dude. Oh, so good. So tribe called Quest, man. I think I was properly introduced to a tribe called Quest. I've always heard about their music, like on YouTube videos and stuff. But now, like, properly, I think we were in Tongat. And there's this place... I forgot what it's called, but it's really cool. It has, it has a mini golf course. It has a place where you can like on a pond where you can paddle and stuff. And then there's just like a skate park hidden in the back somewhere. And this guy was blasting a tribe called Quest, <laughs> and I was like, hmm. No, yeah, skate parks and a tribe called Quest makes sense. Yeah, they just go together. It's like your peanut butter and mayonnaise. You know, they just <laughs> go together. <laughs> oh, dude, I I ate a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich the other day. Why? It was horrific. Uh, it was at this connect group thing. I, it was quite a while ago, actually, but the point was to bring funky sandwiches. We brought, like, I think it was peanut butter and bultong, which was actually pretty good. But what? this guy this guy chooses at home. He will intentionally choose to eat peanut butter and mayonnaise on his sandwiches. What group is this? This was a connect group. It's like a family group from church. Yeah, oh. I went with my dad to his one, and I was like, cool, cool. Cool. Ooh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> she was real weird. <laughs> so, how was your week? My week abysmal. <laughs> Honestly, this week was rough. It wasn't even schoolwork rough. It was just like my mind hasn't been in the best place this week, and I think that's a lot my fault. Like I've I've done it to myself, but you know what? It's getting better. Long weekend. It definitely helps. <laughs> I I have not been in the mode for working. Yeah. I thought today I was waking up at half past nine. I could get so much work in before Sam gets here because we have IT next week. We have that English thing for man. And I haven't done anything. Yeah. Like yesterday I had planned to start with my EGD pad because that's hectic. Mm -hmm. That's like, I think it's estimated at 21 drawings, nine of which are freehand. And yeah. free freehand is it doesn't mean I need it. It means perfect, but without rulers. So it's <laughs> it's horrific. But yeah, as um sister Maria. Yeah, I saw her pad with the freehand. I didn't even know it was freehand. Uh, right, so held up uh, Tegan's drawing, and I was like, "Oh, you're allowed to use rulers for freehand." No, no, no. This is freehand, and oh, you have to get up real close. So high expectations. It's, Dang boy, it's a lot of work, but. I just need to actually crack down and do it. <laughs> like, do you practice for EGD? Besides um, with the work they set, do you ever grab like a free page? Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes, I haven't done this in a while, actually. I did it a lot more before I actually took EGD. Obviously, EGD fills this gap. But I used to just get a piece of paper and I would draw isometric lines so at 30 degrees and I would just build my own house on the mm -hmm, drawing. Mm -hmm. And it was loads of fun. They were very simplistic, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed doing that. I think EGD itself has filled that gap, but um, what was the initial question? I'm off on something else now. Uh, your week, just your week. No, there was something else. Ah, oh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> have you guys started planning for next week's uh little IT workshop thingy? What IT workshop? The thing, thing that the IT portfolio is hosting. Oh yeah, that's a that's that's it's a gaming evening thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'd love to say we're all set up, but actually, I think it's just been a matter of waiting. I think. Everything that we can do has been done, besides maybe a little bit more promoting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I felt like quite a quite a quite a douchebag because I missed the meeting. We were supposed to meet all the guys at the back of the hall, mm -hmm. and I forgot to go there. So <laughs> I remember. He just stormed out. Yeah, he explicitly asked me right in the beginning, "Don't forget to go here." And then it had obviously gone over time, so I was a little bit ticked off, and then I just pasted out of the hall. Uh, have you guys uh, arranged which who you're getting consoles from and stuff? Uh, yeah, I think we do that. I'm pretty do sure, I, yeah. Do I sound sick? You don't sound sick to me. Because I don't feel like I sound like I usually do. Banda hmm? Snatch has made you self-aware, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, talking about Netflix originals, Banda Snatch. Banda Snatch. We just watched it, like, minutes before we came on here. I, I thought, like, I thought we had been there for only a little bit, like, maybe 40 minutes of watching. We were there for an hour and three quarters. Uh-huh. 
and we looked at the progress bar. <laughs> We've explored it's like about, a fifth. about 15%. Not, yeah, like actually less than 15 a fifth. 15-20% of all possible storylines of that show. And it felt like, to me, it felt like we had exhausted most of them. There's only one I can think of that cha- that we could have changed, which was the glyph. Yeah. And maybe the cereal. <laughs> That's yeah. tr- it's crazy just to think about how much planning that took and then the amount of time to shoot that as well. Yeah, I remember actually doing one of those myself. <laughs> I found this stupid little game where you could like make one of those yourself and I was like damn this is so cool maximum effort though it had a lot of I thought it took a lot of work I had like three alternate endings and I was like this was this was a lot of work <laughs> for me and it, <laughs> yeah I don't know it's good stuff though it must be a lot of fun to pull something like that together mm-hmm. a pain in the ass but once it all comes together I'm sure it's super satisfying like the day goes up it must be so yeah so what it is, Netflix has been testing it out with children before with their children shows. Like you might have seen they released a Minecraft story mode episode or an episode of Puss in Boots where it was interactive. And that was, it's kind of crazy to think that was their beta testing for this. Yikes, dude. Puss in Boots was the beta <laughs> test for Snatch. <laughs> is Snatch a real book? I don't think so. Should I Google it quick? Uh, please do. I remember reading one of those books once. There was a whole series of them. And I remember my dad and I used to do it. And it was loads of fun until we lost which page we were on. And then we had to like try and reverse engineer where the hell we came from. And it was such a pain in the ass. But it's loads of fun to do. But yeah, it's like... It's, it's a cool concept that you get to like create your own story. Even though everything is still predestined. Because uh-huh. a lot of the time the... the, it, the decisions feel very important but actually they can they still end a lot of them in the same place yeah if, if you look like, like, I, like I went to all the outcomes of that book and there were only a couple even though it felt like I was making all these huge decisions at every moment like with telltale games you remember them oh my word I, they, they <laughs> used to rip so many people off because it would look like they're making the same decisions but they all diverged to one yeah I, like there was that game that uh, I almost said Nicolas Cage David Cage he made those games. It was the, the one about the cyborg. What was it called? It was super big when it came out. Everyone was giving a rah-rah. He also made uh, Two Souls. As a Detroit Become. Become Human, yeah. And I didn't you, even know what that game is. I just know you guys talk about it. So. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it, it's, it's like a telltale thing. You get to make your decisions. But all of his games, you at the end, you could see the paths you could take and you have taken. And they were all very linear. Like, there were, if, at best, there were three outcomes at the end of an act. With Become Human, he had really stretched it out where the, the nets were massive that you could change things. And it's, it's, it's good to see things like that, that people are willing to put in that effort. But it's like, I, I, still, I still question those games sometimes. Because it's like, what is actually being accomplished out of this? It's, you know? Because, like... I don't see any other way because what what bandersnatch did was pretty smart is they embraced the the fact that there's somebody making the decisions for the character yeah and they embraced it fully and they incorporated it into the story yeah they broke the fourth wall with that concept and he became self-aware of everything and it's yeah it's real good but i still don't understand the concept of making i used to be big into these games actually but now I don't understand the concept of making the decision for your character as your sense of enjoyment. Because mm. a lot of people don't enjoy making decisions at all. Yeah, I like it took me out a little because I was never fully set that I was like, okay, I'm watching a movie now. I always thought I'm playing some sort of game and yeah. I have to be fully aware. I'm just watching everything. Mm. Just very aware the whole time. Yeah. Jeez, dude. Just, just... <laughs> dude, I feel so woke thinking about it. <laughs> Just quickly scanning through this article on Bustle, doesn't look like it was based on one particular book. Oh, uh, so there's no actual Bandersnatch that... Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Where does the name come from? I feel like I've heard it before. No idea. I just want to read this properly. A teenager programmer is making a video game based on a book, Bandersnatch, by Jerome F. Davies. Neither the book nor the character are real, and even before you truly go down the rabbit hole that is Stefan's journey his name's Stefan yeah, yeah. you'll yeah, discover <laughs> that a good thing is stated in the trailer Davies murdered his wife 
and Bandersnatch was his mental breaking point. Okay. Yeah, so no real book. Yeah. Where is... Dude, I haven't used an iPhone in so long. I'm trying to look in the settings for where to turn around <laughs> silent. My word. My finger is too small. I mean, too big to fit in there. <laughs> it dealt with, dealt with. Oh, there we go. Dirk has come back from his... um. Massage. Uh, pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> so, we we signed up for this orators competition. I don't yes. know what orators means, but some part of debating or something. It basically just means you have a really big brain, mm-hmm. and we're practically geniuses, is the thing. So, at first I was kind of skeptical, because nobody that I was like, interact with at all, or have interestful i don't know yeah, yeah, i know i know what you mean there's no like actual no reason friends. for you to yeah. like want to converse with them doing yeah so i was sitting there and i was like hmm, gonna be stuck with this girl in grade eight or nine yeah and then it's just gonna be a struggle to pound this out because we will never really talk to each other yeah like how we do but then i was ma- i managed to convince dirk and sam to join me and it's the topic is pretty close to what we have already yeah. done in in class orals, so yeah, it's pretty fun. It's just not gonna look at it as you you need you need this for your CV for university entries. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at it as a good time with yeah. The, 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 it, actually, I have I feel like we haven't taken this seriously, and all. actually, this will probably be the best because we're not <laughs> taking it seriously. We're just having a good time with it, and. I think that's very positive. That's kind of what I was doing with my English oral when I initially wrote it. Like, I'm that guy. I get goosebumps when I'm writing my own stuff. <laughs> like, I was writing it and just thinking up the concepts in my mind. My argument was that um, technology as a whole has been beneficial. But then the way we've used it to effectively devolve war. I get, the looks I get when I say that technology has devolved war. And people always think like I'm a little bit nuts. But... My thing is, war used to be very combat, like a very skill-based combat. Like everyone would have, you'd you'd be trained in using a weapon like a sword or, you know, those things. Like it it was actually skill-based. Now, then it it, it became a thing of who can afford the biggest army with the most guns. Now it's like... The biggest bombs blow away. I've got a big button. Don't make me press it. Also, now war is all underground. It's all espionage. You don't know who to trust. So actually, I feel like curtains made of iron i feel like really it screwed the world in a big way yeah. but it's all about how the person chooses to use it. yeah that, that's how like we're, we're adapting what we have originally said and we're going with the importance of using technology properly because it's not technology's fault that everything's happened this way it's really the user which is just the most apt thing really on the, t- on the topic of technology like after it was first implemented how did people not see how damaging the like function could be mm. like there was this there was this book i remember reading in like grade two i still remember this book it was a flipping phenomenal book just for like the way like teaching you how to think about yourself and as a person i can't remember the title i can't remember who wrote it but i remember it was basically there was this world filled with like um marionette dolls kind mm. of thing and what they had is everyone had a box and they had a box of stars and a box of black dots. And if you liked someone, you'd put a star in them. If you didn't, you'd black dot them. And everyone became separated and classed based on how many stars they had and how many dots they had. And it was interesting to see because all the dolls would do whatever they could to get as many stars. And it, it like took over them just the whole need for these stars. And it, it was it was really oh, crazy. Oh, 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 you like you won't see now, but my, my eyebrows. I'm doing it. <laughs> Sam's got goosebumps. My eyebrows are going all the way up. Because <laughs> what Sam's describing, talking about Black Mirror. And this is a very old book, I just want to say. One of the episodes called Nosedive is basically what Sam described, but updated for technology. So you know how Uber has, you can rate your driver and stuff? Uh, yeah. There's also a function where drivers can rate the passengers. Wow. <laughs> so is that like, like a legit thing? Yeah. What? <laughs> so then, like, depending on your rating as a passenger... Your rating as a driver. What? Like the, Dude, you get matched with your respective yeah, driver. Yeah. <laughs> so they created a whole episode around that on on Black Mirror. And it was just like every interaction, every human interaction, after each one of those, they just rate you. Dude, that's ridiculous. And based off your ratings, like credit scores, 
it would unlock different things for you in society. Dude, that's mad. Like, you'd be able to lease a car and stuff. But if your rating was low, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. I feel like in my mind, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit screwed up when it comes to thinking about these things. Because in my mind, I want to say this is a brilliant idea. It encourages everyone to be better. But then at the same time, it really doesn't. Because it encourages the more scumbag people to do all the worst things to get mm-hmm. themselves into the best places. and Like, you, oh. you'll see in that episode of Black Mirror, you have something to look forward I'll to. I watch it, I watch it. <laughs> it's, they, it just corrupts the people on, like, at a basic level. Yeah. They're just so driven. It's so competitive. There's no, no room for, like, you've done something cool. This is also cool and different. Why can't they both just coexist? It's yeah. just, we have to be better than each this other. This is the best, we have to be that. Yeah. It's like that stupid thing, I remember being told this, I think, in grade 7, about the stupid competition. I'm pretty sure it was between America and Russia. They had the, it's a, honestly, you, you might laugh when you hear the competition they had. We are going to make the world's smallest drill bit. They fought over who had the world's smallest drill bit. The idea was you needed to make a drill bit that could drill the other person's drill bit. That was the idea. That was the whole point. So every couple months, they'd come out with a new drill bit. Ha! Ours is smaller. Joke's on you, we win. And then the next month, ha! Now ours is smaller. It's so pathetic and petty, but people just obsess over the dumb things like this to prove their supremacy. And, oh, it takes me off so much. No, it really, like, like really, that's the thing. Tell me some new kind of technology birthed out of this that ha- Dude, actually helped. This more. tiny drill bit, we can now split atoms even faster. Where there's nothing <laughs> happening with this tiny drill bit. You're just drilling holes that no screw's gonna fit into. <laughs> oh, it's laughable, honestly. People are ridiculous. So, speaking of all of this hyper-competitive economy and war, we, we got a song by Vince Staples on his album Prima Donna. Called War Ready, and I've I've heard this song before because we haven't really explored Vince's stuff going back from Summertime '06. Yeah, although this oh. one's actually post Summertime. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, I just skipped this album. <laughs> I'm between Summertime and Big Fish. I still haven't got FM. Damn. Let me add that to my list. My phone's not here. <laughs> I was about to whip out the phone and add it to the list, but it's not here. So as I was listening to the song, I actually recognized a verse that they took from an Outcast song. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it might have been Elevators. Yeah. But you you hear Andre on the song and it's a pretty sick beat. So here's War Ready by Vince Staples. underrated but to say that like it does apply that he's not as big as drake that's just heresy he deserves a lot he more. deserves a lot more yeah I, I like that sound effect that he had there it sounds like it's out of an old retro game mm-hmm. like you know the coin pickup sound from mario it kind of sounds like that like variations of that oh while we were, while i was getting my blood taken yeah the machine kept making mario noises i know did it beeps every now and then the guy's like clench your fist okay i'm sorry <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> oh dude I was what? Well, yeah, um, I haven't donated at school. Do Do you get the little? Do they have the little box there that has the dots on it so you can see how far you are? I think so, but it, like it wasn't facing us. Yeah. So okay. No, normally in the blood banks, it's on the side, yeah. so if you can look over at it. It's not like face yeah. towards you, but you can look over at it. I just didn't look at it. Oh yeah, no, I like looking at it. Like how far am I? Come <laughs> on, please. How much do I need to clench this fist? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. My my problem. It's it's really stupid with me because. My heart rate is always way too high when we start because I'm I'm still no I, I think it's gonna happen for a good while that I'm still gonna be freaking out a little bit every time I'm donating and so it's too high I need to calm down then I can start 
And then as I start donating, I calm down so much so that I have to start pulsing my arm again <laughs> to get it back up. It's like, <laughs> well, I think I was very nervous before the first time. Yeah. But now that the first time's gone, I'll be chilling the whole time. I would have thought that too. So that's why I'm like, yeah, this is going to be fine. No problem this time. Heart rate again. <laughs> so I'm hoping this time coming in March, I'll be fine. Because even then, I wasn't nervous, nervous. The only thing I was that was making me anxious was the pain that I might experience. Nothing was never the pain. It but the lady did it so well. I felt a pinch. <laughs> yeah, that's normally how it is. That's how it should be. Uh I wish I was Charlotte May because she was <laughs> she was holding my hand for that part when they put the needle in, yeah. And I was looking at her instead of the needle, and then my face did something because she started to. <laughs> I want to see what my face was. <laughs> yeah, dude. My thing is, my mine is never actually the pain, but like, what if I? My my thing is more. What if I respond funny to the pain? Like I do something and I like, jolt my arm or something, and then the actual needle goes funny. That's more my concern, that I heck it up just as an impulse or a reflex to the pain. Damn, you stay annoyed, Sam. <laughs> dude, always. Yo, dude, I've actually come to the conclusion that I really need to chill out. Like, I'm a little, I'm too high-strung with things. I don't really do it at your house, because your house is quite uh, absent of most bugs and spiders. Because <laughs> if you've seen me at my house, when I enter a room, I often look up. Yeah, yeah. to see that if there's any spiders in the corners because spiders seem to like go towards the corners no um, legit I freak out about this stuff dude I used there was a stage it was because that I've had spiders like chilling in the bathroom that I don't notice immediately and then I'll be like it's always in the bathroom as well I don't know why <laughs> like I'll be brushing my teeth and I'll look I'm, in the mirror and I'll see it through the mirror on the wall behind me and I freak out dude because so I've I've gotten into the habit of checking and it's not healthy <laughs> Uh, speaking of staying noided, well, we, we discovered that terminology through a Death Grip song. Yeah. Should we play some Death Grips? Um, death Grips scares me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think I could listen to Death Grips for longer than 15 minutes. Try uh, to lose it. Cheese and rice. But, <laughs> but yeah, just to introduce the audience to some something <clears throat> different. Yeah, dude. Death Grips is angry, dangerous... <laughs> Well, depends. You haven't listened to the whole biography. Yeah, no, I've only ever listened to their more intense stuff. So, so, so to stay mm. noided means to be paranoid, mm. and like, like, like you say, stay woke. Yeah, it's the same thing. Just like you're very paranoid. Yeah, because this is the first time I'm seeing seeing this uh, album cover. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> so we play a track off the Money Store. I don't know which one to choose. I like I like the Fever. Let's go with that. Then. So let's just go with the Fever. Let me adjust that volume. I really is, want to put it that loud though. Death it's not that. <laughs> it's pretty good though. This is the fever by Death Grips. Imagine what people are thinking, but the instrumental part with the chorus. Oh, yeah. I can imagine putting this into Google Translate and seeing what it says. <laughs> Listen to the production. This part. Oh, nice. fever yeah it's good <laughs> think of it once you will maybe you enjoyed it look at death grips that's for you i struggle to enjoy death grips not gonna lie at the it's, beginning it's, <laughs> it's hard at the beginning it's hard if you're not already into that scene. I, I, de I definitely think it's a it's a mood re related thing you have to be very in the zone for death grips yeah but i think <clears throat> fantano gave that album a 10 wow yeah fantano doesn't do that <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the like rare five that he gave Tense. It's one of the rare what? The rare five albums. Out of all the albums. There's even five only. Yeah. 
What are the other four? Do you know them? Okay, so it was Death Grips, Money Store, Kids See Ghost, Kids See Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Um, the new Daughters album. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, no, I haven't heard of it. Uh, what else? What else? Ooh, uh, Swan's album. I'm trying to find it because I added that recently. I feel dirty for not only knowing like one of these so far. <laughs> Swan's to be kind. Uh, yeah, I have heard it. I have heard some of those songs. Listen here, Baco. Don't drive around my house. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's so hot in this room. My dad needs oh, to yeah, get yeah. Like, some ventilation in here. And this aircon needs fixing, please. <laughs> we tried to fix it last weekend. Try yeah. to check a power switch. Nope. Yeah, I mean, they were all on. They just conk out. Did we end up getting that one? There was one that we struggled to open. Did we get it open? Or I can't remember. I don't think we did. I don't think so. No. That's kind of ridiculous. So, I've been feeling something in the air recently. And I'm gonna tell you now, I feel like Gambino is gearing up. I I hope so, because it's been a while. But like I haven't heard really anything from Gambino, so I'm assuming it's like that the quiet before he jumps at you. Because <laughs> like recently at shows on his This Is America live tour, he's been playing songs for people off the new album. Oh nice! Like, I haven't heard any of them. I think one was called. One is called Algorithm, but Rhythm is spelled like Rhythm. Oh, yeah. nice. I forgot the other one, what it was called, but it was really good. Yeah. It was also in like a Google, Google and emojis type of type of <laughs> Dude, there's this, um, ah, oh, I had it on my mind. I forgot it now. Oh, my brain, dude. What, what, what were we talking about? Gambino. Gambino before that. Oh, I fucking lost it, man. Same. And I always do it. But I'll, I'll find the Gambino thing because it'll be right here. Hmm. Under my yes. I still need to get a Kawhi. Yeah. I still don't have it. And some of, some of the stuff's really good there. And no, yeah. Kawhi. Dude, what is it that I was thinking? Bloody hell. You're going to get pants this season. But here's some helpful tips <laughs> to make the process easier for everyone. Because it takes two to paint. <laughs> <laughs> Don't love it. Loosen your pants off. The easier it is to pull them down. Basketball is fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, continue. What were you thinking about? I don't know. I've completely lost it. We might as well just move on. I don't think I'm going to remember that that um, thought process, path, whatever you want to call it. I've completely lost it at this stage. Okay. I think I found the advert thing where they have come on come on come on come on come on what was it come on there it is okay here you can hear it stuff that it's like because because it's, it's one thing having those thing the stuff you do in the movies where you get all the you know you wear that Hong kong suit uh-huh. and then it tracks your movement and it obviously that's one thing because it's got everything in place to track it perfectly and then there's a lot of time to like render everything and do it well mm-hmm. i can't imagine how they get it so that it because it looks pretty good the the animoji stuff yeah what's it called play emoji well, I haven't really had a good look at the play mode, but the animoji stuff, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, pr- it's pretty good for like something that's immediately rendered and it's tracking you just based on what it sees rather than on the positions of those, you know, normally they have the, mm-hmm. the pods or whatever on the suits. But those Apple cameras are also very advanced for picking yeah. up stuff. 
I feel like we've lost the reins. You know? What do you mean? This, I don't know. Just the, the episode structure. It's very loose. Yeah, I know. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's positive because it's not... I feel like if we try too much for the structure, it's going to be something that's not necessarily stressful, but it's it's going to be very restrictive and i don't really want that so i'm enjoying it like this that we're just loose and let it happen however it does <laughs> i feel like it's practice but when later on when we continue we hit episode 50 or something oh dude that then uh, we're gonna need some form of structure when we do our big our big mess fest of people <laughs> because that's just that's just gonna be an absolute heck show yeah <laughs> just write down like okay hit this topic hit this topic because now we're just free freestyling it. No, yeah, we, we, it needs to be a matter of these are your topics, and each one of them has a set time, so that you because we can talk and we can go off on tangents within that topic as long as we keep it within its time slot. So, mm. um, you you finna bust any of those moves Gambino was using tonight, dude? I'm gonna bust them all tonight. No, I'm just gonna be Millie Rock. I'm gonna whip out the OG. You remember this one from Dance, <laughs> dude? This needs a name. What? Uh, <laughs> The hamster I don't know. slicking back his hair. Yeah, dude. Basically, I'm just putting my hands out in front of me, pushing them back and forward, then whipping one of them around the back of my head and going back to it. It's horrific. Yee, quite so star sad. Yes, dude. It was so good. <laughs> Dance class was an absolute mess, but it was so fun. Oh, dude. I miss dance and drama and all those things. Yeah. Do you guys ever do any dance stuff in drama or not really? Uh-huh. You do? How's that go? <laughs> So now we'll put on some some phone call music. <laughs> it was pretty good though. It's pretty good. Like it's it's usually from the nineties. Alrighty. So it will be playing, and then she'll be like dance, but how your character would dance. Ooh, that's yeah. cool. It's an interesting thing to think about, and then you just get to try all of this fun stuff without any judgment. How would this character dance? Because I mean, this isn't. I- this isn't the most Sam. It, it's more Sam than other places, but it isn't like the most Sam. So how would this ver- version of Sam dance? You know, okay, so the most Sam, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be caring about what other people is thinking. Dude, the mo- you only ever see the most Sam dance when he's standing in the kitchen doing EGD and listening to music. Only then... And it's an absolute mess. <laughs> it's so much fun that I'm like bouncing up and down the kitchen, forgetting to do the actual drawing. So it ends up taking me three hours rather than like. Ma'am, as a character decision for playing this Sam, I need mayonnaise all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> With peanut butter, though. <laughs> oh, that's a Ooh. mess. Have you been on uh, Sanagato Studios recently? Uh, how recently? In the past two weeks, maybe. Um, the last, the most recent one I remember watching was his, uh, pie video. Oh, no, no, the, 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 the Girl Scout cookies, that's the one. Oh, and they, they put two amazing videos on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is, they've got, like, a mock, a mock poetry night. I didn't watch that one, it was there, and I was gonna watch it, and then I didn't, <laughs> oh, I didn't have time. It's so good, it's so oh, good. Oh, bugger. They're, they're dressed up like emo. Yeah, I, I, I saw some oh, of the outfits in the thumbnail. <laughs> And then the other episode is they visited the Museum of Sex in New York. I didn't watch that one. I, I saw that. I was going to watch it and I had time. But I, shared, I shared the office with my mother. So it's obviously not the most <laughs> ideal because I don't know what they're going to be finding in there. So, Boy. <laughs> uh, but th- That's really good. Yeah. So speaking of Joe, him and he also runs a podcast. Yeah. And that's one of the main inspirations. Yeah, one of the main inspirations. Us. If we narrowed it down, it really is the two... The, the, the cost to inspire, uh, you, it's so bad. You, like, you, 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 you laughed a little bit when I said that. I've been thinking about that since this morning. What? The cost to inspire. I thought about that. Oh, it's so sad. I thought about it this morning. What podcasts have oh, inspired okay. us? And I'm like, the, past, the cost to inspire. Mm, that's a good line. It's pathetic. <laughs> oh, my word. I've been conjuring that up since this morning. The cost to inspire because you when you just say cost by itself you yeah. don't know when you're referring to podcast oh terrific dude <laughs> yeah. well like so who are your podcast inspirations because mine is joe sanagato the basement yard and the weekly planet that's um for me basement up. yard and then there's another one that i've forgotten the name of i can't place it now 
I don't even know what they talk about. Like I can picture seeing like you, you know the the recently listened to or like continue listening uh-huh. whatever. I can picture three of them. The basement yard, this other one, and a podcast I don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um I'm not gonna say it on the podcast, I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> Basically I was going through the list of like just browsing podcasts and I saw this one and the thumbnail it had a particular logo and I'm like hold on what would they talk about on this podcast security got the uh, curiosity got the better of me and I listened to it my oh my <laughs> oh my goodness it was something else oh um from from the weekly planet <clears throat> they've got this whole broadcasting sort of group yeah called planet broadcasting and from there, I discovered a new podcast called Two in the Th- in the Tank. Okay. Either Two in the Tank or Two in the Think Tank. Okay. And it's so good. I'm assuming it's a duo. Yeah. Yeah. And like each episode, <laughs> they just come up like they're professional comedians, I think. Okay. I've only listened to two episodes. My calf is cramping. <laughs> <laughs> and they're professional comedians and they like improv this whole scenario throughout the scene. I mean, the podcast is just the best things come out of it. I just want to say, I still remember two weeks ago, there was a word I was trying to remember and I asked you and I couldn't work out what the word was. It was improv. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks later, I still remember trying to figure out what word this was. Oh my goodness. My brain is very small. Okay. The look of immense <laughs> disappointment on your face. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, my favorite episode of this is called Nude Hospital. Nice. It's so funny. <laughs> What's up with nude beaches? What, what, what? I don't... Oh. I guess if I think really hard about it, I could see why it might be appealing. Yeah. But not off the cuff. You have <laughs> to really justify it to me for it to be... Yeah, you need to have very good reasons. The only good one for me is it's somewhere where you can actually go to do a full body tan. That's about <laughs> it. Like some people don't like tan lines. That's the only logical reason I can think of. Other than you want to check someone out, and that's just gross. <laughs> Think of everything swimming in the water that you're exposing yourself mm. to before you just... I didn't even s- think that far. On the, oh. s- on the sand alone. You know how bad it is when you're on the beach and sand's getting everywhere. Now it's really now getting no everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's rough, dude. Uh, no thanks. You sit down and just... like... You know when you sit down, your cheeks never just stay closed. <laughs> I know the exact feeling. (laughs) Your butt's just taking a bunch of the sand. Oh. I don't think you're sitting right. (laughs) Because just think of it. You have to like lean a little when you sit down. You don't just go plop. (laughs) Speaking of butts, I heard... (laughs) Just butts. The best expression come out of Daniel Radcliffe's mouth. Guy who played Harry Potter. Alrighty. His friend uses this uh, idiom, I okay. say. No, it's not an idiom. The simile, where he says, I'm sweating like a glass blower's asshole. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, no! <laughs> you wouldn't know what it is, but as soon as you hear it, it's very clear. If you've been, if you've been to, have you been to an actual glass blowing place? Have you? Yes. It is yes, me, Carl, Nigel, the 17 I've been there. Why? I don't know. I really <laughs> don't, but I've been there. It is hot as hell, dude. Oh, and then it's, so, it's actually really impressive to watch them blow glass, especially when they do it with their actual ass. And it, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like... Critical video. Do you watch Critical? Penguin Zero. Maybe I forgot. I don't just keep talking. I don't think you do. But um, he's super funny. He was he was making he made a video on why he was banned from Vimeo. So he was there just scrolling through Vimeo. It's it's all for art in the biggest quotation marks you can find. Mm-hmm. Because he watched this video, there was this naked old lady, 
and this big guy picked her up and carried her around and she just started pissing everywhere. This is art, okay? Vimeo approves. They were happy with this. So, so what he did... <laughs> Describe what's happening. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to say it, but basically... Look. Oh, my hand on forehead. Incredible disappointment. You're, you're rubbing your temples. <laughs> but y'all, this is what Vimeo said. They said it's all good. They're happy with it. So you know what he did? You know the flame in the flood? The song. Okay. Maybe. It's very intense, very fast. So what he did, my word, he obviously was very inspired by this, so he found this, this, oh, he found this video on Pornhub of a chick fingering herself, and he did it to the tempo, he edited it so that it was to the tempo of Flame in the Flood. (sighs) (laughs) And he got banned on Vimeo for that. I don't know, what possesses a man to spend his time on this? (sighs) Next imagine, topic. Next topic. Imagine. Moving along. <laughs> Millie Rockin' out of here. Uh, what did you do Friday night? Well. Wow. <laughs> oh. oh. We should cut that out. That's not safe. <laughs> you brought it up. I'm I just, just... No, that's on me. I'm taken hostage here. It was rough. I can't it leave you guys. I, 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 I want to imagine what it's like if one of us, if one of us was absent one week. And the other one had to just record by themselves. Yeah, that, that was my thing. Because I was thinking about it that one week there that I wasn't here. I was wondering if you were going to do it or just skip it. We ended up skipping it. But but like I don't have a mic too. I'd find a way to get you a mic in that scenario. But like I think the best scenario for that is either to not have an episode or to get a guest on. To, to fill the gap. Because I definitely... I could talk trash for a whole 45 minutes. But it would, be, it, it would yeah. end up being a lot of that trash that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, dude, I don't think that would be great. I don't think I want to get to that point. Especially if it's me, though. You, you have intelligent things to talk about. I really don't. <laughs> you know, that, this, this podcast would go to the dogs if I had to run it on my own. Um, so, I've got this story that I heard on a YouTube video. And, like, when I, when I watched it, it was really interesting. And it's something mm. I love to talk about. And I was always trying to find, like, sometime this break to just talk about it at the table yeah but we were really busy this week yeah with the promo video the promo video oh that's coming it's so good (laughs) you need to edit that today tonight sometime i think it's gonna look really good when it's cleaned up though hopefully we need to do something else with a final cut because i think that for me i feel like the final cut should be rather still 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 like there's not much movement going on because it, it lets you just take in what you've watched. Yeah. That's why I like the idea of that still shot of the hall with the lights coming out. If it was at night, which yeah. would be most ideal. Because that that <clears throat> that scene with Mrs. Formalta that we shot... Yeah, it felt good in the moment. <laughs> no, I, I was just feeling very rushed. Like, trying to compile the scene just real quick. And the people that we were working with, they're being kind of... Some of them were a little bit... Uh, dickish. So... But hey. I might have to just, like, get the tiniest snippets of that scene... Yeah, very, very short, concise. So pieces. it doesn't feel like, man, just like, how? Oh, I did show, it for nothing. Show my juice. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So this story, it's called How Frank Ocean Finessed Def Jam for $20 million. It's such a good story. <laughs> it's, it's where, inc- where is this coming from? This is what? So this is why Frank has all these like exclusive deals with Apple now. And that's why he didn't release so, so long between challenge, challenge, challenge? <coughs> words, channel orange and blonde. What was he doing? Okay, okay. So let me let me let me tell you. After he, so at this point, Frank's part of, of, of future. Yeah. And he's just really enjoying everything that they're doing. He's seeing how they've created this unique thing where. They can just release things, and through this odd way of promoting how they do, they're still gathering all of this hype and all of this acclaim for themselves. Yeah. So he releases Nostalgia Ultra, <clears throat> okay. which was his like little uh, mixtape kind of thing. And on it, he uses all these sort of samples that he would never be able to clear with like a regular company if he was using it using it on an album. Yeah. Like how he used 
Hotel California for okay. American Wedding. <laughs> to clear that song would cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And so then I think he, he met this, the manager of Def Jam at this one party. And he's like, yo, let me sign. Okay, I'm getting the, the details of this part mixed up. Okay. But anyway, he joins and he's releasing, he released Channel Orange for them under this nice budget that he had. But now they're like pressuring him to make more songs and stuff. Plus, he doesn't have full ownership of his songs on Def Jam because since he's releasing it through them as a record company, <clears throat> yeah. they own it. Yeah. So he's just growing more and more unhappy with De- Def Jam throughout the years. Yeah. And then finally, he's making all of these moves in the background. I, f- I forget the details, but he's making these moves. He's doing, he's doing little things with Apple in the background. So then close to Blonde's release, this stream pops up on cha- on Frank's channel, YouTube, not YouTube, <coughs> on his website Yeah. of him building the staircase. There's just multiple, multiple Franks building the staircase. Like the stream pops up all mysterious. And it gets people like anxious. Yeah. So then the, I think it was like 137 hour stream. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then over and over it keeps playing. And then you you hear the instrumentals that will eventually make up his, his little visual album called Endless. Yeah. And then that gets released onto, through Def Jam, I believe. Okay. Onto Apple Music and stuff. And... That was the end of his deal with Def Jam. And they think, okay, Frank's fulfilled his deal, whatever. We're all good now. So then Frank's free from his deal. Yeah. He can release anything he wants. And then he releases Blonde the day after. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, it's it's suspected that the deal with Apple was $20 million. Yeah. So, and Blonde's making so much money yeah. compared to Endless. I can imagine. This guy's a genius. Master, <laughs> like, these... Big chess moves just happening in yeah, the background. That that's my thing. I'm, I'm I was thinking I want to start watching documentaries on how to read people and how to think better like this. Mm. Especially with watching you, I've seen how he plans uh, everything that he show does. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've just been watching Carl in the background, <laughs> and I I want to learn to make those decisions because even though he's doing things that are highly illegal and are very unethical he still ends up controlling everything that happens because he's four steps ahead and he knows what he's doing and he's planned everything out i want to learn to think like that it doesn't mean i need to be able to do all these scummy things <laughs> i just want to be able to really make the decisions that's best for yes for you in the moment but then it affects everybody else positively in the yeah. same because especially stroke. some people make bad decisions for everyone mm-hmm. They screw themselves over. And so it can seem scummy that you're wanting to manipulate them. But actually, is it really scummy if everyone's benefiting? <laughs> I don't know. I just I just want to have that option. Yeah. So like while I'm in the shower, I'll just play that ready for you. I just love that story of how Frank finessed them. Right <laughs> now, Endless has made like 5 to 10% maybe. Or 1% yeah, of thanks. what Blonde is making in money. <laughs> I just love how... He was able to finesse that situation yeah. where he was really unhappy. He was being taken advantage of. And now he's just put out the best album the in a few years. It's just amazing. Yeah. Do you think he's coming with more stuff? Do you think stuff's like... Because it's been a while. If he released an album this year, I'd be so happy. I'd lose it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, he took four years to make Blonde. When did Blonde come out? 2016. Okay, so he might have one more year. <laughs> So, to make something better than Blonde, you might need a little more time. Yeah, no, it's worth waiting for, I mean. But, like, the little singles he's been releasing after Blonde, like Biking. I, I don't have any of them. <laughs> Moon River and Lenses, those are really good, too. Yeah, I haven't got any of his singles. And Chanel, ooh. Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we wrap it up? I'm thinking so, because the idea was to wrap up at quarter past. It's now almost half past, but we started a little bit late. Yeah. But, you know, this is a good time. So, anything more? You would like to say? Huh. No. I'm chilling for now. I think I might want to say applesauce. <laughs> but besides that, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Blueberry trampolines. Nice, so, dude. Very, <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me. I feel like I want to have like... If that's not it from you. Oh, yes, it's not. 
next episode, I want to try like a bottle episode kind of thing. Uh, you know? How so? You know, like how they had that video on Sanagato about their little poetry reading? I didn't watch it, but yeah. Yeah, well, we'll play it after this. <clears> yeah. You. And how in Atlanta, they just have a little short contained like band. Okay. Yeah. I just want to do something like that. Just Alrighty. creative. Ooh, dude, I want to try some week. Have a, have a highly scripted episode. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, no. Okay, I guess it's kind of in the same vein, but like something that's that's very intentional and has purpose, but it mustn't look like it's scripted though. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, anyway, that's going to take some practice. <laughs> so that's it for me. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I forgot about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Carl Reese Naidu. Whoa. Carl Reese Naidu? The R is there? Two E's and a C. <laughs> uh, Sam, tell him. I am at that underscore sad underscore dead. The R is not there. Makes sense. Uh, have a good one, and we'll see you next. Like forget, forget about what Sam said. Now. <laughs> okay. uh, we also have an email address where you can send us topics. It's dialingitback at gmail Like, if you enjoy the show, send us a send us a message there. Send us a booty pic. I mean, Rue. <laughs> We're on iTunes now. We're on iTunes now, boy! That was something. Like, I went onto the podcast app, and I saw ours next to the ones that it's by us. Yeah. That was just a feel. It must feel so cool. Yeah. S- sitting up there next to the basement yard. Oh. <laughs> so, like, maybe drop a review if you enjoy it. Send us that message. Smash that like button. Hit subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> you can subscribe now. You actually can. That's a thing. <laughs> nice. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're, we're on, on everything but SoundCloud. <laughs> SoundCloud made us pay. Forget that. Dude, it sounds like diff. <clears throat> I'm gonna drop that. <laughs> so, we'll see you next week. Cheerio. Cheers.